cracking open a cold one of seltzer. V8. <laughs> you guys know Drink how. The ice cold V8 <laughs> hits the spot. <laughs> you know what V8's cold? It's so thick. Mmm. <laughs> I like it thick. I don't. I, I like it. Look like I've been drinking paint thick. <laughs> <laughs> Clamato. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. Tastes like you're drinking ketchup out of an ashtray. Mm. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to TCR. Note. All of the mutilations, bodily dismemberments, and cannibal rituals were performed by seasoned professionals. Please do not attempt any of these stunts at home. Thank you. Drop it, Buster. It's the holiday season. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Jerry, I'm done. Who wants some man meat? I do. I want some man meat. The Carpenter Rants. Welcome to TCR. Three nobodies uh, talking about all things horror, and we are those nobodies. I'm Caleb. Hi, I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, another month has come and gone in the year that will not die, uh, 2020. Um, you know, almost over. It's almost over. It's almost over. I saw a tweet. Uh, I was thinking about you the guys. year, not the pandemic. Yeah, I was thinking about you guys today because I saw a tweet and it said, uh, and I felt like the three of us, uh, uh, personality types specifically, um, would uh, appreciate this. Um, it said, wait until you guys get to 2021 and you realize it wasn't the year that you hated, it was being alive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I figured that out back in the 80s. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's like, well, this is the worst year of my life. And I'm like, well, it doesn't get, it will not magically get better. Spoiler. Uh, I also, I was walking today and um, I saw a yard sign and it took me a minute to kind of like, um, uh, it took me a minute to like piece together what it was, but it was just, it said 2020 on it. And then there were like five stars, but only one of them was like filled in. And then I realized it was a star rating for the year. And so they were giving 2021 out of five stars, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which 
I feel like is, I feel like is high. Like I feel like that's a high rating. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes, it is uh, November. November first, as we're recording, uh, <gasps> uh, Halloween wa- wasn't a mere twenty four hours ago. Uh, how was how was your guys' celebration of Satan's birthday? I didn't do much of anything. I didn't even carve a pumpkin. All right. Well, uh, believe it. how do you kick somebody out of this video chat? <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> I listened to spooky music all day and watched movies. All right. Slightly, slightly redeemed. As long as they were spooky movies. I mean, I watched trick or treat. So. All right. Well, that counts. That counts. Well, we closed the night. That's down enough. That too. Us too. Man, we threw down. Halloween was great this year over on my side. Uh, our entire neighborhood was uh, decked out doing safe things the safe way. We went trick-or-treating. Didn't feel unsafe or whatever word I'm looking for. One bit. We um we swapped out trick or treating for like a like an it's basically like an Easter egg hunt, but uh Elise filled these uh these like these clear plastic like Halloween bags with candy. You had to go find little things of V eight in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she put like glow sticks in them little and we waited for it to get uh we waited for it to get dark and so the glow sticks would just like light up and Grayson like would hunt through the yard for them and he would get like so pumped whenever he saw one. He had a fucking great time. And she bought like some games from like Party City and we dressed up like zombies and we were like practicing our zombie walk and uh you know, we let him watch Nightmare Before Christmas for like the nine hundred and fifty eighth time. Uh, we made a bunch of fucking cookies and snacks and treats and we ate candy and it was a really like he's at when he was going to bed last night he was like, I just had a really great day. And I'm like, Well oh, I'm glad, bud. That's what it's all about. So uh, it was just a good <clears throat> it was a good holiday weekend overall. Uh we took off Friday because he's out of school on Fridays and we just all spent the day together doing spooky stuff and Yesterday was a big hit, and today was a really good day, too. It was just a nice three-day weekend. Yeah, Love Halloween was, uh, was pretty awesome for us, too. We we needed that. Yeah, um, I saw all of your costumes, and they were all incredible. Thank you. My yes. kids wanted to do traditional stuff. Yeah, that was cute. Vampire, skeleton, witch. Turned out right, real, real cute like. Grayson asked for zombies, so I've, you know, I bought a $10 makeup kit uh, from Target, and that was it. It looked good. It looked like y'all had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, we had a good time. We, we were working on our zombie walk, and his was, like, really, his was pretty good. And then uh, he was like, I want to see yours, so I did mine. And then, like, he got so jazzed. He goes, Dad, that was really good. I'm like, well... Did you do the thriller thing where you're like, yeah, <laughs> I just did the entire <laughs> thriller dance. <laughs> just fucking blew oh, his mind. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was really good. And now it's over. And uh, 
got this, nothing to look forward to until next October. Oh, this week is sure to be full of uh, just everyone being cool and chill, and uh, <laughs> everyone's gonna get along. <laughs> nice. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be a fucking national nightmare at all. No matter what happens. Um, if you're listening to this while you're standing in line to vote, good for you. And, uh, you know, just keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, folks, it's November, and that means that uh, the year is almost over. That means we're getting closer to uh, Turkey Day. And uh, as, uh, as we discussed last week, we'll be spending all month long uh, digging into, uh, you know, just a really, uh, feel good, uh, niche of horror films. And, uh, that is the cannibal, uh, film. And, uh, yeah. yeah, if you've ever, um, if you've ever thought, you know, I think it'd be real neat to eat people or to be eaten by people. Well, the next four weeks are all for you. And, uh, <laughs> Doug, what did we, what did we end up calling it? The cannibal rants cannibal rants yeah this real simple tcr presents tcr because when um, you're here you're dinner that's right <laughs> that's cute. Uh, i liked it <laughs> i liked it um now we've got um we've got four films that are sure to be a rip-roaring good time um actually uh tonight's is a rip-roaring good time and then i think it's gonna be real bleak for three weeks <laughs> just matches the state of life as it is. So, you know, who who are you to try to feel better? You listen to this podcast to feel better? Well, now you feel worse because we're talking uh-huh. about Someone's eating sad. your mammal. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Suck it, Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why we personally attack just one of the sweetest men. Um, but yeah, we're crazy. We don't know. I'm all hopped up on human flesh, so you never know what I'm going to say. Um, folks, uh, this four-week trek through uh, people eating other people um, is only getting uh, kicked off with, um, I don't know even how to describe it. Doug, I defy you uh, to bring back your sum this movie up in one sentence segment because, fuck. <laughs> I think that's the sentence. <laughs> um, the greatest movie ever made. There you go. <laughs> the greatest terrible movie ever made. Folks. The greatest heard, B film ever made. I've heard this movie referred to as all you ever wanted in life. And did I steer your Very recently. Comma. You did not. Blood diet. Uh, I don't I don't lie. <laughs> now, Doug. I mm-hmm. get excited when you get excited about a film. And you were Oh, it's rare when I get excited about anything. You were uh passionately, vehemently excited about Blood Diner. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know what to expect and you really couldn't have prepared me at all. There was no way for me to know. I, throughout my notes, I 
I'd say for the first 45 minutes of the movie, I, I continue to annotate, oh, we're only 10 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into the fat deets, uh, folks, I'll tell you, Blood Diner runs uh, a cool 90 minutes. Um, feels like about five hours, and that's not because it's slow. That is because it, there is so much happening all the time. And then you look down at the fucking runtime and you're like, wow, okay, so it's been 10 minutes. Um, what, <laughs> it's been five minutes. What is happening now? Like, I I just remember realizing that there was 30 minutes left of the movie and having absolutely no idea where it could go and still not really being prepared for where it ended up. So, uh, Blood Diner, folks, I'm, you're in a rare position uh, that, that a movie like this exists, and it's on Hulu. So, uh, I, I don't know. You're going to want to check it out. Praise. If you haven't, if you, if you were like, I'm not watching a movie called Blood Diner, well, stick around for the next hour or so. And I'm going to give you nine pages worth of things that happened in this movie that might make you interested in seeing it. Um, so I, I usually take pretty serious notes when I watch uh, movies for the show. But uh, I didn't start watching this until after I read that you took nine pages of notes. So I didn't really take a lot of notes. Well, I figured why not? Let me tell you what a chore this was to take. This took me a while to watch because... Every time I was trying to take a note, I was missing something else insane. So I would have to start. You have to watch it nine times in a row (laughs) to really appreciate it. You're hooked the first time, but when you keep watching it, just the art unfolds. I had to keep stopping it to to make my notes, or else I would miss whatever happened next. Um. All right. Well, I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot of ground to cover. Um, probably the most notes I've ever taken on a movie. Um, so, uh, let's get into Blood Diner, folks. Uh, Doug, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some fat, bloody deets. Fat, fat, fat deets, fat, fat, fat deets, fat, fat, fat deets, fat, fat deets. Alright, this here movie came out July 10th, 1987. Uh, written by Michael Sony and directed by Jackie Kong and no budget information. That's unfair. I wanted but to But it know. runs 88 minutes long. That's right. So if you if you're like I got 88 minutes to kill and you've only got a choice between Blood Diner and the film 88 Minutes starring Al Pacino <laughs> I'm here to help you make. A de- I'm here to help you make a decision. I wonder how many people got this confused for the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, and they're like, "Oh man, I'm really wanting to see some uh, <laughs> Academy Award winning performances here." That took me a sec. Could you imagine if you <laughs> you bought a ticket for Blood Diamond, or you thought you did? No, like, you rent it back in the day. You're like, oh shit. Uh, this that Leo movie. Uh, I knew it was Blood something, Blood Diner, right? He opens up a diner in South Africa, and he's looking for. Yep. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In fact, what a double feature, folks. 
Rent Blood Diamond. Y'all like blood? <laughs> Rent Blood Diamond and Blood Diner. Now watch Blood Diamond first. Because um, once you see Blood Diner, it's the only movie you can ever watch again. So, <laughs> might be the last movie you ever see. <laughs> um. All right, man. Well, geez. Okay. So, right away, uh, there's a warning uh, attached to the top of this film. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, among, you know, among the many things, it says it doesn't encourage uh, the acts of violence that it depicts. And also, um, the people performing the cannibalistic acts are trained professionals. <laughs> At no point in time does it say, well, they're not really cannibals. They're just, they're professional cannibals. Mm-hmm. Please do not try this at home. That's debatable in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, all right. So right away we got uh, we got mom of the year leaving her two children at home um, with the first piece of dialogue that I quoted here uh, because she ran out of goddamn tampons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's That's the reason to run out, folks. There's a few. Um, there's like a few moments in the first, I don't know, two minutes of this movie where I was like, oh, okay, this is the kind of movie I'm in for. But I didn't realize exactly what kind of movie I was in for until about three or four minutes in. And I'll, I'll give you that moment immediately. Like I'll make that clear when we get your there. preconceived notions are horseshit here at blood. Dine. <laughs> they were because I'd like, um, yeah. Okay. I wasn't, yeah, I was not prepared. Um, so the mom leaves, um, uh, the mom leaves the two kids, uh, Georgie and Mikey, um, alone so mm-hmm. she can go get some goddamn tampons. Um, meanwhile on the radio or the news or whatever it was, um, news radio, news radio, it was made clear, uh, by Phil Hartman that, um, there was a, uh, <laughs> I get it. there was a maniac on the loose. Um, he quote, had a meat cleaver in one hand and his genitals in the other. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, so we're talking newscast. Uh, guy's got a cleaver in one hand, and his genitals in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I took this to mean that um, he was running around with his pants open, with his junk out, and a cleaver in his hand. But it's revealed to me in dialogue much later in the film that his schlong was removed. So then I then took it to mean that he was carrying around his severed genitals. Um, yes. Okay. Just making sure that I've got the timeline correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, well, uh, this the uh, someone's watching the kids in the house, and then they burst through the fucking door, um, which is made of, like, cardboard, and there's a fucking spotlight shining through it. Um <laughs> Uh, but it's nothing to worry about because it's George and Mike's uncle, uh, Uncle Anwar. Mm-hmm. And um, right away, I was concerned that like my sound bar was off, but that's just the ADR for the whole movie. So you just got to... It's gotta, hard to I tell know. where audio is coming from because... Let me tell you something. Place. Later, there's a ventriloquist introduced into the film. And I didn't know what was happening for a long time. That's right, folks. I haven't gotten to the <laughs> ventriloquist. You heard him correct, everyone. 
<laughs> I didn't know if there was a doll that was alive or if somebody was crazy or that somebody was throwing their voice. That was not clear. Um, it's all three of those. Yeah. Um, Uncle Anwar, um, he hands the lads, uh, you know, some pendants uh, that are five million years old, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, let's see. Oh, I also wrote that if my uncle destroyed my front door like that, my dad would be kicking somebody's ass like Uncle Anwar. And he's a fucking <laughs> maybe just knock and be like, hey, it's your uncle. Richard Button. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, there's also so Anwar runs outside and then he just gets fucking blown away by the cops and the kids just watch out the window. <laughs> so they again, got those flashlight bullets because they flash <laughs> off in the windows. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're not traumatized at all. Um, and then we cut to 20 years later. Um, and then there's a security guard in a cemetery. Now he's standing Mm -hmm. over a grave as two people are digging it up and he yells, what's going on? And this is the point where I figured out what the movie was because uh, Mikey comes up behind the security guard and hits him in the back of the head with a shovel and his fucking eyeballs land on the ground. Mm-hmm. The fakest eyeballs I've ever seen. This and was the first they were, of they many... They were great in Jello. It blew my mind. Sorry, first Kendall, of many uh, outbursts of laughter throughout this movie. Unprepared. I was. I just wrote his fucking eyeballs in all caps and with a bunch of exclamation points. Um. Uncle Anwar's corpse like jumps up to like greet them, and Mikey's all like, "Hey, he's excited to see us." Um. Let's see. Um, they saw open the corpse's head and a fucking brain pops out. Literally pops out. They have to catch it. Yes, they have to catch it. Um, while all this is going on, by the way, there is this fucking like triumphant, like graduation day music playing. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's that graduation song? You know what I'm talking about? Pomp and Circumstance? Yes. Macho Man comes out too? Yes. Mm-hmm. That so that's playing basically <laughs> some variation of that over this grave digging scene. Wild. Um. Let's see. Uh, and then the twins. Oh, and then the twins turn into Fred Sanford for some reason. Like they both like grab their chest <laughs> and they're like fucking convulsing around. <laughs> Oh, there's so much that happens. Um, the uh, choices for voiceover actors, specifically the detective that we meet here. Um, I Every time he spoke for the whole movie, I was just, mm-hmm. I couldn't, my mind was just <laughs> imploding. He's like, um, we got Detective huh? Gold Chains. What were you going to say, Kendall? My favorite is the bearded guy in the diner. 
Uh, are you talking about vitamin C? We haven't gotten a vitamin C. Yeah, yet. we haven't gotten there yet. We ain't, uh-huh. we ain't got the vitamin load yet. Um, and boy, it's like Bam Margera's dad from Raymond Jackass. Phil. Yeah, Phil. That was his name. Are you okay? <laughs> this is brother Bill. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um, yeah, so we got Detective Gold Chains. He's got his shirt unbuttoned so we can see all that fucking chest hair. Oh yeah. And it's like dude, that's some thick chest hair. Those those chains are definitely snagging snagging chest hair. Oh yeah, he's getting pinched all the time. <laughs> he's got he got that natural sweater going. Mm. <laughs> Um, then like as the chief who the chief is from some country undetermined, um, doesn't matter. That's why I didn't realize this movie, I didn't realize this movie took place in America at all until, uh, until the chief's like, we're sending you a new partner from New York and this guy's all like, um, let's see. Uh, all right. So. Okay, so now Uncle Anwar is a brain in a bubbly jar with eyeballs that mm-hmm. can speak. Yeah, much like Crank. Somehow. Excuse me now? Like Crank from the Ninja Turtles. He is like Crank. Excellent comparison, Doug. Um, and we learn that Mike and George are anointed disciples of Sheetar. And... Mm-hmm. Um, they are on a mission to resurrect Sheetar. Yep. So I don't know how it's spelled, but I when the way I spelled it when I'm reading it, it looks like shitter. <laughs> it's S H E E T A R. Um. All right. So. Uh, the bubbly brain water uh, gives us a lot of information, uh, but uh, one thing they're gonna need, but he doesn't give it all like. He's very like his recipe for bringing back Sheetar only comes along. This movie is fucking crazy. The recipe, <laughs> the recipe only comes. <laughs> so he's like, we need a virgin. So then there's like three scenes of them like procuring the virgin, and then he's like, we need this, and then there's like three scenes of them getting that. But so he only gives them the piece before they go get the one. Is this? It's wild. Um, but they need a virgin to sacrifice to Sheetar. Um, let's see. Cut to the restaurant. Now, these brothers own a diner. It's supposed to be a vegetarian diner. Mm-hmm. Um, and right away, like, George is really manhandling the the burger patties. Like, first of all, um, this, I don't think that this restaurant, even in 1987, is passing, like, uh, health codes to be open. Because they're just preparing stuff on a counter um, that doesn't look like... Doug, you worked in the food service industry for quite a long time. That Mm -hmm. kitchen was not up to par, in my opinion. No, I I don't believe it was. (laughs) No. Didn't even look like a kitchen. It looked like a hall closet. (laughs) It's just like counter space. And then I guess there's a grill, but it never really like... There's no hood over it. I mean, it was just ridiculous and all their health food was just like heads of lettuce with mayonnaise dumped on it oh my god yeah george is just chopping up lettuce for days 
while he watches wrestling matches of uh, Little Jimmy Hitler, his favorite wrestler. <laughs> little Jimmy Hitler. <laughs> Incredible. A um, lot of a uh, lot of Nazi uh, visualization in this film. Very interesting. Was the style at the time? Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's the style again. Um, I was about to say, and today, <laughs> twenty twenty, just bringing back all the things we really needed. Um, Boy, howdy. Yeah, he's just manhandling these patties um, while watching wrestling. The patties. <laughs> Uh, we meet, uh, so we meet the virgin whose name I forgot now. Connie, I think, right? Connie? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and she's hanging out. Well, I, I made a note here, but then it, it made sense, you know, two seconds later, but how was I to know, uh, what a, well, they pan over to her table yeah. where she's sitting with her friends and the first thing of dialogue you hear is. All you have to do is get your tits out. Don't be yeah. so scared. Yeah. And I was just like, who are these like middle-aged women that are cheerleaders? And then I immediately was, I, I was given the answer moments later. Um, if I just waited. <laughs> Patience, my friend. Patience. <laughs> you don't want to rush the blood diner. No. Um. Okay. In the back room, George has made a woman out of fruit and veggies and stuff, and she's got little cantaloupe titties. Olive nipples. Yeah, just made me miss, uh, you know, our Tuesday nights going to get food. Oh, so many biscuit titty <laughs> pictures in my camera roll. Um, That's a true story, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so here we're introduced to uh, Horatio Titus, um, but he goes mm -hmm. by the, the moniker Vitamin C, and he is a self-proclaimed expert on veggie burgers. He's a food critic. Mm. Well, um, there's a so he's also complaining about the wrestling. He does he doesn't like wrestling. He doesn't like it on. It's disturbing him while he eats one of his twenty five meals a day that he eats at this restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, but there's an altercation now. First of all, why is vitamin C behind the counter where food's being prepared? For one. <laughs> um. Also. Uh, no one reacts to him getting punched. George fucking punches the shit out of him, and then he goes, like, falling <laughs> over the counter. <laughs> Vitamin C takes a lot of abuse. But then, when the camera changes angles, he's just sitting back at the bar eating again. You hear him in the background faintly, like, picking himself back up, and he's like, oh, <laughs> And he's just, he's ready to eat again. <laughs> he gets his fucking block knocked off and then he's just like, well, I guess I'll eat. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So uh, next scene is the naked aerobic cheerleading video that they're making. Um, That's what they were discussing at the diner. Yes. And this is interrupted by a man in a Ronald Reagan mask uh, just shooting people with an automatic rifle. Um, turns out to be, uh, 
turns out to be Mikey. And then uh, with an electric carving knife, just cutting off butt cheeks. <laughs> you know, as you do. He's just... He's got a big old hunk of butt meat in that knife. <laughs> yeah, he does just jamming up. <laughs> Bogging it down. <laughs> That's why you go by a name brand carving knife. Yeah, don't skip on that butt that butt saw. Um, it's worth noting that um Sheetar is they have to build a body for her out of a composite of, of other yep. bodies. Um that was some more of the Okay. So so far everything we've been through, uh we just hit like the eighteen minute mark. Um I noted here. <laughs> That was the first five minutes of blood. Time. Dude. Um, all right, let's see. I don't want to. The next thing I have is where they're back at the diner and uh it's the wrestling commercial. It is, yeah. but I have a I guess I have I guess I have dialogue quoted here. I don't know what this means. Do it yourself lunch meat party. I mean, there were a bunch of tongues on the floor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were all wiggling and shit. <laughs> this is so gross. Um, oh, this was uh yeah yeah yeah. This is that's what the cap. By the way, the chief of police is on every crime scene, which I don't think is standard protocol. Um, that's what he That's what he calls this scene, this crime scene. He tells the detective, he's like, "This is some do-it-yourself lunch meat party." Then he punches the detective in the gut. And then the detective's like, hey, you know what? I had that coming. And then they just go right along with their lives. Like, just. As um, you do. Standard procedure. <laughs> they, oh, and we meet the, uh, and we meet the, his new partner, the lady detective, in a scene where she's staring at him and he's licking his lips and this goes back and forth for like a full minute of her staring at him and him licking his lips more and more aggressively. Um, and then now I have that we're back at the diner and George is using the uh, electric carving knife uh, to cut through bread, which I don't think is necessary. Oh, he's quick cutting, and efficient. He's cutting through buns. Yeah. I just put it together. Layers, Caleb. Layers. Oh, man. Blood Diner making me think. Um, it's an art film. All right. Vitamin C is back. Exclamation point. Um, Mike he sees... He don't feel good. No, he's not <laughs> feeling good. Um, Mike sees a headline on the newspaper that says, Nude aerobics gets bloody workout. Hmm. Um, oh yeah, so George gets all fucking worked up at a uh, at a Jimmy Hitler promo. It's still real to him, Doug. And uh, oh, he gets fucking worked up. He's he lays that promo out, and he's issuing a challenge to anyone, even the audience that wants to come right. and face him. So George is fucking. He's he has accepted the challenge. And then vitamin C, I don't know, uses some, uh, you know, homophobic slur here. 
And then there's a couple uh, of those in this film. Oh yeah. Um, and oh, then yeah. Uh, George uh, just decides he's gonna wrestle vitamin C. He's just gonna show him what he's made of. Leaps over the counter. Throws him in in a headlock. (laughs) Yeah, throws him in a headlock. And then vitamin C, uh, as a result of the headlock, just proceeds to projectile vomit everywhere. (laughs) Just on on everyone. (laughs) On everyone in the diner. The diner is very busy. (laughs) And the people in the diner don't run out of the diner. They're just like, oh, they're just like, and wipe it off and continue back to uh, their meal. Oh man, um, puke everywhere again. We're only twenty-two on, minutes vomit. into the film at this point. <laughs> um, well, uh, as a result of their little tiff, uh, George provides vitamin C with, and I don't know what was the what was the nickname vitamin C about. This is one thing that's never explained. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess maybe no, because... They, he, he explained it. I'm just blanking on it right now. I don't remember him explaining it, but I'll say maybe because he's a ginger and he's orange. That's what I'm going with. Um, all right. So, um, yeah. So, George uh, replaces his, uh, his food that got ruined with the puke. And then uh, he grumbles... Now I gotta start all over again and then just start shoving food in his mouth. George saved him a few calories, but he's gonna get going. Um, okay. Uh, there's another, like, the, the B plot of the movie. Well, I, just, I mean, it could be the G plot. I have no idea. There's so many things going on here. Um, but the storyline with the detectives, um, you know, they're just. They're not caught up to the crime yet, so they're still investigating. But there's this moment where the female detective walks away from the male detective, and he's, like, whistling at her from behind, but she's wearing the most, like, unflattering jacket um, that doesn't conform to her body at all. So the dude's just really into jackets, I guess. (laughs) Or he's just got a good imagination. Um, back at the diner, we're sewing the bodies, uh, together for Sheetar, uh, you know, very Frankenstein-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and then Anwar, is, it's story time with Uncle Anwar, and he's, uh, flashes back, um, to scenes of him just, I mean, you know, stomping on a lady, slapping another one, throwing one across a room. Uh, it's just a real ladies' man, this Uncle Anwar. Oh, yeah. He seems like a real good time. And then lamenting that, um, you know, he ruined his chance to resurrect Sheetar because he got too horny and had sex with the virgin that you're supposed to sacrifice. And then that's when he got his schlong cut off. Um, yeah. Classic Anwar. Um, and, yeah. Classic bubbly brain jar. Uh, and then he gives us another ingredient. Uh, That's Anwar. <laughs> he gives us another ingredient for Sheetar. Uh, you need two stomachs, um, from two immoral girls. Um, okay. So, 
So they go to a nightclub, and they've got nightclub disguises, including weird wigs and, <laughs> and clothes. Um, and they're immediately given some uh, static by the bouncer, and then Mike throws the bouncer into the street where he lands under a lowrider that smashes his fucking <laughs> head. That's playing with Cucaracha. <laughs> And so they go inside, but in the background, you hear the other bouncer yell out, Hey, are you okay? (laughs) 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 Fucking head just got smashed (laughs) like a tomato. (laughs) And I laughed uproariously at, Hey, are you okay? (laughs) It's one of the few notes I actually made that made me laugh a lot. Um, Okay. Um, so there's like a fucking Motown, like doo-wop group uh, it going on in this club. And there are what I noted to be various uh, dance styles and speeds uh, to this one type of music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seemed like everyone in the club. <laughs> it seemed like one of those clubs where they, like you know, like the silent disco. So everyone has headphones on. And they're all just dancing to something else. That's what was going on here. <laughs> um, let's see. This is the the next thing I have noticed that uh, ventriloquist scene. Um, yeah, the, I mean, there's just like there's just some talking about uh, in the club, but yeah, the next. Okay, yeah, that's the next thing I have too. I just wrote, "What is happening at this Burger Shack with this doll?" Um, because it was not because again the ADR with the dialogue is so bizarre. Anyway, um, I was just like. <laughs> Is he talking for the doll? But then I would see his mouth and I'm like, well, maybe he's not. So then I was like, well, maybe it's just in his head. But then the doll was interacting with the people. But the doll also had a plate of food. Um, and a cigarette yep. burning. And a cigarette burning. Yep. What was the doll's name? <laughs> no idea. I don't know either. Oh, I'm blanking on it. I want to say Steve, but I don't think that's right. I think the guy's name was Steve, wasn't it? Or Stanley? Oh, was it? I'm getting it back. Oh, wait. Soon. Maybe the guy's name was Stanley. I, I think the guy's name... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, he's talking to his best friend, the doll. Yeah, and the doll is also talking to the police officer, and I think, like, hitting on her? Um. Yeah. And then, um, and then I just wrote in big letters, oh, ventriloquist, because uh, <laughs> I figured it out. Because they filmed a scene of his mouth up really close, barely moving, uh, throwing his... That was the only head. indication. That was it. I was so confused as well. Uh, yep. And there's no mention as to why. And, uh, because I, look, my first thought was... It's a crazy loner that owns a burger joint. My he's first... jealous of the uh, twin success. Oh yeah, because they got that secret recipe, and their their diner is is just packed all the time. Their diner is like blowing up. Yeah. Now, this is how my brain works. I'm watching this, and I see this doll here with a plate of food, and this guy's complaining about how his restaurant is suffering, and I'm like, oh, there's a big window. So when you come by this burger shack, you see someone eating there, and you're like, oh, maybe I'll eat there too. 
because my brain is like trying to come up with a rational reason for this doll to be there. It turns out he's a ventriloquist. See what you're doing? Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's just his friend, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. Um, and then he, he utters a line that is very foreshadowy. He says, I'd give my right arm for that secret recipe. And I think he gives more than that. Um, at this point, we're now 30 minutes into the movie. And I just remember thinking, what else could happen? Buckle up. Well, yeah. Um, uh, George and Mikey take, uh, the immoral women back to their, uh, diner, um, where Mike, uh, produces, oh boy, um, a bowl of pre-made batter. Um, oh yeah. And he says something dumb, like ever hear of battered girlfriends? And then she dips, um, her finger in the batter and he licks it off and then she says you're so good at that and I wrote at licking batter off a finger <laughs> hey don't kink shame um alright well he batters her all up and shoves her head into a fryer and when it comes out it's a giant hush puppy guys <laughs> yep her head is a giant you've, hush you've puppy you've seen it before you know it you love it <laughs> So now she's and this girl takes off running completely like a fool. Hush puppy head. <laughs> completely nude hush puppy head is my funk band. We're cutting our album now. Um he knocks the head off and it just comes clean off. Um Rolls into the back and interrupts uh, George and, and his lady, uh, but they're not like, hey, this is a deep fried hush puppy head. They're just like, she's like, I got to get out of here. Um, so so the girl whose head was fried, she was wearing really big earrings. Were her earrings hanging off the sides of her fried head still? There was something yes. on the side of the fried head. I didn't take note of it, but I'm going to say It was yes. her earrings. <laughs> that shit was silly. What the fuck? <laughs> um, this shit was pure silly. So she's like, I gotta find, I gotta get out of here. I gotta find my friend. She discards the hush puppy head. She's not concerned about what that could have possibly been at all. Um, she walks out and she sees Mike, who's just ripping the stomach out of her friend's torso and just flinging it across the restaurant. <laughs> flinging intestines everywhere, yeah into a bucket um so she freaks out and she runs she gets out of the restaurant and then she's like ah i forgot my purse so then she goes back for it and then she spills the contents of the purse and she stops to pick those up too and then now by the time she tries to get out of the door george is there waiting um and he machetes her just completely in half with one just right down the middle. George is very strong. George is very strong. And I've they've also got like, you know, anointed Sheetar apostle strength, I think. Um because later Mike yeah. later Mike just has full on hypnotic powers. 
that are not established at all. Um, but he just whips them out when he needs them, I guess. Sheetar. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, let's see. Um, George is graffitiing a building with the word trapezers will be eaten. Trespassers. So he uses Z's instead of S's. Mm. They spelled eaten, E-A-T-I-N. T-I-N. Got it. I thought it said trapezers at first. Also. Uh, that's what I thought it said. Um, you need this smart. Let's see. Oh boy! And now the now the cops learn about Sheetar because they go to some random dig site. I don't know. And there's a doctor there that's digging up bones. That's just like I know everything about Sheetar. And they're he- Doctor Randy Travis. And they're he- <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like I know all about Sheetar and it's been and people just keep throwing around yeah this hadn't happened since 5 million years BC or whatever she's real enthusiastic about it though she is and there's like a lot of yeah, like she knows that you ain't supposed to fuck with Sheetar yeah that's true Sheetar ain't, ain't nothing to fuck with mm-hmm. um alright let's see Okay, so now, uh, next ingredient. Lungs and liver from two sluts. Um, <laughs> this is the next ingredient. I just like imagine like a man you know, got a recipe lungs. card. It just says lungs and livers from two sluts. <laughs> and like mammals old curse of writing. Yes, um... Okay, here's where Mike whips out his hypnotic powers because fucking uh, the girl whose name I forgot again. Uh, Connie, he's like, I noticed it's like some kind of charming situation. Yeah, she was all like, I don't think I should do that. Yeah. And he's like, Well, Dracula on, going on. Come on. Come on, Sheetar, five million years. Come on. And she's like, Okay. Um, and then. Uh, Wait, Sheetar will be there? Yeah. Um. <laughs> And also, uh, fucking Stan and his puppet are there together. Which, by the way, if you're gonna bring the puppet, like you're really giving the puppet wasn't in a costume. I wish I fucking wish to God it had been. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Stan's there spying on the restaurant, and uh, he's he's asking for something. And Mike says, "George, can you take care of this fuck? I mean, this customer." <laughs> Just made me laugh. <laughs> um, I don't know what he's doing, but I said vitamin C is such a fucking load. Like, I guess he's just, just shoveling food in this scene. I he's just there it. loading it up, loads out. Ooh man. Um. Hang on. Would like to see the. Uh, I have no idea. Um. Oh, okay. You're talking about the IRS agent? Yes. I didn't know what IRS was written in my notes, but yes, that's what it says. IRS agent shows up, and he'd like to see the back. And then uh, they take him to the like back. To the books. He'd like to see the books. Um, they take him to the back, uh, chop his fingers off, 
and then just throw them in the fryer. Well, the the, the taste special was fish fingers, and they were out of the special. But then they had some because they killed that man and ate his fingers. That's very true. Um, the brain makes a phone call here. So I don't, I thought maybe this was telepathy, but I guess you can just hear the brain when it talks. Um, I don't remember. Uh, this next scene is my favorite part of this entire. Uh, yeah, movie. no, it's the best part of the movie. Um, but the brain says something. I don't know what the conversation was, but, uh, Anwar says, you got that right, homo. It's just... Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Yes, well, uh, there's a motorcycle broke down on the side of the road, Kendall. Um, I thought it was vitamin C at first, but it was just some other... I did too. Some other biggin'. And uh, he goes... Vitamin F. He goes out to the middle of the road to, to wave down some help. Um, and he just gets fucking smacked uh, by George's van. George just runs him the fuck over. Yeah, he's aiming for it. so happy about it. Then he looks in his rearview mirror and um, he sees that uh, he's he's still alive. So then he backs over him. And then he runs forward over him again. And then he looks in the rearview mirror and he sees that he's still alive. And so he does this, this a number of... Like uninjured. Yes, he's just kind of like writhing. This goes on for a good two minutes. But the part that broke my brain was when he ran him over and they looked and he's up and limping away. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking no. lost my goddamn mind. He's like... <laughs> bobbling around yes it's very silly music playing too uh, it was like some reggae music or something yeah i don't know he's like bobbling around and there's at one point he's going the back up and he just gets really serious for just a split second he looks over his shoulder and it's just like i fucking lost my mind <laughs> i laughed so hard that i had to pause so that i could make sure to compose myself Dude, this was so funny to me. When the fucking biker got run over and half a second later, he's up on his feet and he's limping away from the sit. Like, I was just like, just, I, I didn't know what else could possibly happen, but it keeps going. Um, we find out later and I, you know, just I, cause I don't know when it is, but we overhear in dialogue later that, uh, the, the police inform the audience that the man survived that car wreck and he died later of a heart attack. So he did not, he still did not die by being run over. His official cause of death was a heart attack. All rest you. Doug's camera is off. I don't know if he's with us or not. Um... Let's see. Okay. Um, so I got this couple fucking in the desert. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought that, yeah. I thought they were on the beach, but maybe it's the desert. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, definitely, oh. there's definitely sand involved. 
Um, it's the dune fucking. She's a. Uh, she's like she's not into it, but he's uh he's really, he's really pushing her. She's like, what about these, uh, people that've been eating people? And he said he tells her, I'm the only one that's gonna be chomping on your sweet meat. Mm-hmm. And then, sick, sick. And then as he's like pulling his pants down, he tells her, squeeze it. <laughs> Just a great line. <laughs> oh, baby, squeeze it. Y'all remember squeeze it? They don't make squeeze it anymore. That's sad. I think they, they still do. have Kool Aid Cool Burst, which are just oh, yeah. squeeze it with a different They're name. Not the same not brand. brand squeeze it. They don't have that anymore. You're right. Well, squeeze it's all had like different characters. There's like a grumpy squeeze it, <laughs> like sporty squeeze it. Yeah. And there's a horny squeeze it. <laughs> horny squeeze it. Shit. Um, Horny squeeze it and his lady are interrupted uh, when fucking George shows up with it. <laughs> um, he doesn't kill his guy with it. He just fucking knocks him out with it. Um, but then mm-hmm. he's like, he's about to corner this lady, but then all of a sudden, dude, she fucking whips out this, these fucking naked karate kid moves. And, uh... Full butt kung fu and full effect. Uh, dude... <laughs> And by the way, uh, she hits him with a penis death grip and then fucking kicks his ass. As you do. And she wins only to be immediately killed mm. by a fucking stalactite or stalagmite. Which one was it? Which you got to watch out, those stalactites. Which one comes out of the roof? I don't know, man. I think it's a stalactite. Stalactite. I think, I think that's it. Um, dude, when that fucking stalactite fell and killed her, like, I just fucking, I just, I lost my shit altogether. Stalactite. <laughs> he looked it up. Whoop, and then he left. Horny squeezer. <laughs> Y'all remember when he was drunk, naked, driving that Trans Am, and he got pulled over, and he beat up that cop? And he was yelling, squeeze it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah. have you ever seen that actual video though inside the car it's fucking yes. nuts he's insane mm-hmm. he just starts wishing cancer on this cop it's fucking nuts you gotta watch it if you hadn't seen it he's Randy yeah. goddamn Travis oh I've seen it who's this cop think they are <sighs> he said he's gonna pray for him but he's gonna pray that he gets cancer oh god Woo, get him, Randy. Um, so, stalactite kills Stalactites. the woman. Guess George chops her up because later there's a pile of body parts, but he's still mad and he just fucking kicks the body parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so uh, now the cops are interviewing... Really- Go ahead. Sorry. You go ahead. You were on the right. That's what I was talking about. Cops are interviewing the boyfriend, uh, you know, since his girlfriend has been stalactited and, and chopped up. And he is, by the way, this guy, so far, um, everything's been pretty, pretty level between everybody. Um, 
but uh, this the the boyfriend was going for the Oscar in Blood Diner here. Um, he thought he was in Blood Diamond. <laughs> um, he was really laying it on thick, and he's crying and inconsolable because his girlfriend's been murdered and chopped up. And the cop just says, like, smacks him, and he's like, "Snap out of it!" Um, oh god. And then one of the detectives is just having a casual conversation. Um, but he's just got his fucking gun in his hand and he's just waving it around the whole scene. So he's like scratching his head with it, um, pointing it at people, uh, just fucking hanging out with his gun out. (laughs) Doug, you're right over there. Um, let's see. Um, Mike and, uh, George are procuring a venue, um, for their Lemarian feast. Um, Mm -hmm. and Doug, they've introduced a substance called hunger on blood buffet, a blood buffet. Yes. Um, yes. Doug, what do you know about hunger on? Um, it's basically a little drug that they've concocted to draw people in to be sacrifices for Sheetar. And like, I don't, the way they sell it to the people that are running the club, they're just like, Hey, just use this hunger on. Did you not get any of my explanation before my fucking computer crapped out for the 80th time? <laughs> no. Um, basically you said something great. What a great episode this is going to (laughs) be. If I leave out again, continue without me. I fucking hate technology. Um, let's see. Uh, George is saying something to Mike, but Mike tells him to shut up. I'm thinking about the master plan, which was, was just tickled me. Oh, Stan break. His name's Stan, by the way, Stan breaks into the diner. Um, Oh, uh, leaves the fucking ventriloquist dummy out uh, in the car to be his lookout and informs him to honk uh, (laughs) if anybody shows up at the diner. (laughs) And then proceeds to go in and uh, steal Uncle Anwar. Meanwhile, uh, the detectives uh, track down uh, a retired detective... Um, he was there on the night that Anwar died. Uh, he was one of the cops outside of Mike and George's house that, um, shot him down and his wife's hair is big. (laughs) And she is very annoying. (laughs) Anytime you say Anwar's name. Very much so. She has a fucking fit. (laughs) (laughs) so is it is it determined at the end of this conversation that this man is connie's dad yes this is connie's dad okay this is dense and we learn this because when he kills anwar he's like i looked into his eyes (laughs) and it felt like his eyes were telling me one day i'll be back for you and your little girl and then he's like how did he even know i was gonna have a little girl that's where they find a picture of Connie. 
<laughs> to be clear, Anwar never said any of this. This was just the general message that the detective took from Anwar's eyes. <laughs> um, okay. Um, now we're at the wrestling match, uh, for which the ring announcer is overdressed. <laughs> um, <laughs> guy's looking real sharp. Um, Jimmy Hitler takes to the ring. George is there. Um, I, I'll tell you this, not a poorly put together match. It was pretty good. <laughs> Wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> booked well. Um, yeah, but, uh, fucking Jimmy Hiller just, like, whips the shit out of, uh, <laughs> out of George for a while. Um, and then, uh, and then, of course, George bites, uh, Jimmy Hitler on the leg, uh, just rips a big hunk of his leg off, um, and, uh, blood. And proceeds to squirt blood into the crowd. Yes. Like a Guar concert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder if the members of Guar are big fans of Blood Diner. I'm going to guess probably so. I'm going to say yes, definitely. <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, fucking... <laughs> Uh, Connie tries to go home and fucking Mike just decks her and, like, knocks her out. <laughs> um, there's a great scene here where the brothers actually meet up with the police detective, uh, by being parked next to her at a red light and, uh, moon, George moons her. Lots of fart noises, which I see Kendall's giggling about. I know that she loved it when it happened. Um. <laughs> I did not particularly care for the fact that she wasted a perfectly good burger throwing it at them booty cheeks. <laughs> she hits him right in the anus with that burger. <laughs> it mustard and mayo went everywhere. In his anus. With, yeah. <laughs> Compounded with more fart noises. Um... And then she sees that uh, while she's on the phone, she'd been given the name of, of, uh, you know, Nam Tut or whatever their name is. And then she sees that that's the name of the diner. It's on the back of their van. Um, And then she she follows them. Um, But this fucking car phone call goes on for a while with the fucking... The other detective just like talking for I don't know, two minutes of screen time about whatever. Uh, the boys discover Uncle Anwar is missing. Um, <laughs> George says he was here last night when I tucked him in. Boy oh boy, oh. do I wonder what the Uncle Anwar tucking in uh, <laughs> routine is. You just throw a coat over him like a bird cage. <laughs> oh man, okay. So, uh, they go to confront, no, Stan is, we cut to Stan in his shack and he's trying to recreate Anwar's recipes, but he's not an anointed, um, you know, uh, disciple of Shitar. So it just keeps coming out wrong. But of all the things that happen in this movie that are just completely disgusting, 
the thing that was hard for me to watch was the flakes of food flying out of Stan's mouth as he was screaming at the brain. That fucking bothered me so much. Of everything that happened yeah, in this he's movie. a gross piece of shit. Just the food flinging out of his mouth while he yelled was just upsetting to me. <clears throat> um, let's see. Um, there's some more uh, homophobic slurs here. Um, okay. Uh, the guys show up. They're there to get Uncle uh, Anwar back. And fucking Mike stabs Stan in the shoulder. And I'm like, a shoulder stab? That's it? But it's not, because they fucking chop off Stan's arm, uh, which he had, uh, you know, he had Mm -hmm. announced he would give his right arm um, for that recipe. And then as he's trying to escape, uh, they chop off his other hand. And then he is driving down the street with two stumps yeah. <laughs> that are squirting. Not screaming or in pain. He's just like he's cursing mad. their name. Yeah, and he's just mad. Like, you motherfuckers, I'm going to get you. And then drives into a fucking like cliffside. <laughs> just beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So the detective, her partner uh, saves her, but he's like cutting her clothes off with a knife. Um, and he's like, hey, I would have stopped after like the third or fourth button. Yeah, is a real piece. Um, they put Anwar's brain inside of the Sheetar body brain. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then they say, may Sheetar be with you, which is how I'm going to end every conversation I have for the rest of my life. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. when I talk to my parents next, I'll be like, may she be with you. <laughs> um, okay. Um, now we're in the nightclub scene. So people, have, so everybody eats the hunger on in like 30 seconds. Um, then there's a band, um, some insane ass band. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's well, there's guys dressed like Hitler, but they're playing brass instruments, but I never hear any brass instruments in the music that's being played. So. No, they're just <laughs> dancing with them. Um, and then the the lead singer, he I think he's wearing the same wig that Mike was wearing earlier in the film. I think it's the exact same wig. And uh yeah, that band it's cartoonish is, pompadour wig. Yeah, the band is fucking wild. Um, let's see. So the whole ceremony is going off without a hitch. Sheetar is awake. Um, they're about to sacrifice the virgin, but of course the cop interrupts the ceremony. Uh, the crowd just well, starts... everyone that has eaten the, the, the things has turned into a zombie. Yeah. They're all green and they're like eating each other. And, um, then uh, Sheetar's got a stomach mouth. Um, As she, you do. Sheetar opens her robe to reveal this fucking uh, stomach mouth. And oh, by the way, lightning fingers. Um, and uh, she makes a guy's head explode. <laughs> she blows up the DJ booth. 
Um, fucking uh, Michael. She wakes up and just fucking chaos ensues. Yeah, I mean the last. God, if the first, I don't know what, seventy three minutes were crazy. The last fifteen are fucking nuts. Um, Michael gets shot. Um, the cop saves the virgin like he was trying to f- shove her into the into the sheetar's stomach mouth. Um, the the cop kicks George and his fucking head falls into the stomach mouth, and then uh, sheetar eats George, um, and then sheetar explodes. I thought, <laughs> um, everything <laughs> sheetar explodes. Um, the cops are just, like, killing every zombie. There's no, like, these people are clearly gone. We just got to murder them all. Um, no, no chance we can save them. Um, you know, everything is a shit show, and the fucking chief shows up at the crime scene again, and he tells the detective, the detectives, you two did a fine job. (laughs) (laughs) No, they fucking didn't. Job well done. Um, Jesus Christ. And then, uh, and then like the last thing we see is, uh, this, uh, this car pulls over to like pick some like hot chick up. And then, uh, he's like, what's your name? And she's like, they call me Sheetar, but it's Anwar's voice. And even though her body's disguised, her fucking mouth isn't. So she's still got those fucking weird fangs. He's cool with it. Yeah, he's all right. He didn't give a fuck. He's like, squeeze it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he said something about, uh, something about, uh, what's your name before I stick my sausage in you? Yeah, before I stick this hot sausage in you, what's your name? And he's cool with it. He's, yeah, that's, he's like, fuck yeah, Sheetar. Let's go. How about, about Squeeze Tar? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give it a squeeze. <laughs> um, and boy, oh boy, that's Blood Diner. Yay! What happened? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I was just like, uh, this is a fucking, I, I've seen some crazy fucking movies. But this was out there. (laughs) Out there. Yeah. I love this movie. (laughs) I rather enjoyed watching it. I definitely enjoyed watching it. Um, I probably, I probably don't ever want to watch it again. But I'm, (laughs) I'm happy that I watched it this time. (laughs) I don't know what you said. You cut out. Oh, uh, yeah, I was just saying, I don't know if I ever want to see it again, but I definitely was happy to have seen it this time. Oh, I've seen it. I've watched it three times. (laughs) Today. (laughs) (laughs) No, I absolutely love this movie. It's fucking fun from start to finish. Dude, it's fucking nuts. And your mind goes crazy with sequel ideas because Sheetar's loose and just she could be ruling the world by now. Yeah, it's 1987. How how did... uh, I mean... I guess because there was no budget info and this movie probably didn't even come out. <laughs> I, 
I can't imagine this playing in a theater anywhere. I mean, I can now. No, it came out. Um, I, I read an interview with the director for they they put it on like a I think it was Arrow put it out on a, on Blu-ray and they did like a special interview with the um, director and she said that it was like under a million dollar budget or something like that. Mm. But I don't have any official statement. Why didn't she make any more movies? She's made three or four. I thought I thought everything she made was before Blood Diner. I could be wrong. Because I was like, what else did this person make? And I thought Blood Diner was the last one. Um, she made a film called The Bean, Night Patrol, The Underachievers, Blood Diner, and Karaoke Nights. Mm. <laughs> After the sun goes down. After the sun goes down. After you squeeze it. It's been squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Um, if nothing we talked about tonight uh, entices you uh, to see Blood Diner, was well, it very possible that Blood Diner might not be for you? And I don't want to know you. Um, but if hey, uh, but there is something for everybody in this. I movie. mean, dude. Oh, something for everyone and their mama. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Show blood that look. It's the holiday season. You um, got family coming over. <laughs> yeah, blood diner. Put on a copy of Blood Diner. Um, do it while you serve. Do it while you serve Thanksgiving dinner. I mean. Mhm. It's just a, it's just a real neat time. <laughs> Everything you've ever wanted in life. It's great. I love it. Ten stars. <laughs> oh boy! I like how the episode is winding down, and now my my computer wants to <laughs> act normally. <laughs> I didn't have shit to say during the episode until it was over. I mean, it was just, I just don't know. I don't know what happened. Sheetar. <laughs> Classic Sheetar. Oh, dude, from the moment those fucking eyeballs popped out of that security guard's head, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, no. And that's like the least crazy thing that happens. Oh, man. I just, I, I don't even know. Excuse me. I don't even know like what you would compare this to. I don't even know what you would be like if you're a fan of this. Blood. If you like over the top, just crazy shit, um, like Dead Alive, Blood Diner. (laughs) Dead Alive, but if it was less tied to reality. I can see I can see Dead Alive and Blood Diner making a good double feature, honestly. Um, but again, I'm make that happen. But again, Blood Diner is just like, what if this made less sense and we turned it up to fucking eight thousand? This was uh, supposed to be. Um, it's all a tribute to uh, Blood Feast from the '60s, the Herschel Gordon Lewis movie. I never see it. It's basically the same thing. This guy goes around killing people in the name of Sheetar. 
so they wrote this and it was supposed to be an official sequel but like they they went to uh in with the comedy and not more with the straight horror Mm. so the people were all like "Mm, no this is its own thing yeah i can see but i I mean blood feast is a b film i mean it's it's goofy too yeah yeah, I can see this movie being wild, uh, wildly popular. It's it's insanely fun to watch. Like I imagine this would be so much fun to watch with like a theater full of people. That'd be uh, awesome. Just reacting to just the most insane shit. And, and Doug, I've seen a lot of crazy shit. Like I feel like I feel like I've seen it all. <laughs> and then fucking blood. Well, now you have. <laughs> Fucking Blood Diner burst into the room like a young Brando. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I feel like every, uh, I feel like every movie after this is just going to be <laughs> like, why didn't we just watch Blood Diner again? What, in life in general? <laughs> no. I mean, as far as cannibals go. Oh boy! Well, I wanted to go fun. Yep. Well, that it is, Edward. Oh <laughs> uh, well, folks. Uh, if you want to check out Blood Diner, and I suggest that you do, um, it is available on Hulu, um, and there is a Blu-ray out there. Um, I believe it's out of print currently. Mm, so, let's see if you can find it. I'm going to track it down. Yeah. I'm going to own this masterpiece. <laughs> what happens when Hulu makes the fucking ill-advised decision to stop carrying it? What happens if you want to I'm going to call fucking Phil Hulu and be like, look. Phil Hulu. You must put my, my BD back on there. <laughs> Squeeze it. Are you the guy that streamed this 400 times? <laughs> Sir, are you okay? Sir, you and two other people watched it once. (laughs) Sir, I just want to shake your hand. (laughs) None of us thought you were real. (laughs) Oh, I'm real. Real mad that you took it off your damn site. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Doug, what's your favorite part of this movie? Do you have one? I like um, the part between the beginning and the end. (laughs) okay did you know what you were in for when you started watching it because i did not i've i've known about this movie i've never gotten around to watching it (laughs) and i I, it's always had like oh it's a crazy you know cult classic but uh i didn't know it would be so much fun i thought it was just gonna be a shitty b movie but like and it is but um but it's fucking it's just so much fun yeah because the way you described it i was like all right doug's way into this movie um but you were like making a lot of jokes about it too so i was just like all right so i'll be honest if i made a movie it would be this movie It's called Squeeze It Blood Diner 2. 
Oh, man. Well, folks, if you want to see Squeeze It, Blood Diner 2, uh, sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> Get that GoFundMe started. I already got three scripts. <laughs> it depends on how much I make from the GoFundMe. Oh, fuck. Well. Oh, what a good fucking time. Um, yeah, check out Blood Diner. You, I don't think you're going to be sorry that you did. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Oof. Watch it with people if you can. Man, oh man. <laughs> That's the slogan. Blood Diner. Watch it with people. If you can. If you can. <laughs> if you can. Nothing's finer than being in your diner. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, oh, God. If Late Night Grindhouse ever comes back and they don't fucking show Blood Diner. I'm going to request that, like, as soon as we're done, I'm going to send them a, a message. Like, hey, when we start doing that shit again in, like, three years, can we watch Blood Diner twice? <laughs> I want to watch it with people that have no idea what's about to happen to them. Like, that's, that would oh, be, be perfect for that. Yeah, that'll be, it's that kind of movie, like, where I'm just like, I've seen it, I understand, but I want to I wanna watch I want to watch unsuspecting victims watch it. <laughs> I would drive to St. Louis to witness that if it if it comes back. Oh, we I got to make it happen. Oh, I got to contact them. <laughs> Just build a screen in your backyard. Even <laughs> better, I'll do that neighbors. too. <laughs> Project it onto the house of your fucking shitty neighbor. <laughs> next hall- yeah. <laughs> next Halloween, I'm just gonna project it on my house. <laughs> With a big stereo going so everyone can hear it in the whole neighborhood. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, God, I'm tired. Blood Diner. Do it. It's on Hulu. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Squeeze it. All right. <laughs> Doug, what are we watching next week? <laughs> Blood Diner. <laughs> <laughs> That was our fucking series. <laughs> we watched it four times. And still don't understand it. Uh, I, I understand it. I, I, haven't, it. I haven't unlocked the mysteries of Sheetar yet. <laughs> oh. Well, if you listen to the Halloween bonus pod, it was spoiled, but we will be watching. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go back and cut it up. <laughs> you talk about cutting this part out and proceed to not cut that part out I, I made it was a conscious decision <laughs> I was like, it's oh, alright I had mixed Classic it TTR style oh, I, I had mixed it and I was sitting here at my desk and I was working on something else and I saw the note and I was just like, oh, fuck, I'm supposed to cut that out. And then I like looked over at the screen, and it was going to be done mixing in like two minutes. And I was like, man, fuck it. <laughs> well, next week, we are watching Kendall's pick, which is Bone Tomahawk. And boy, am I excited about it. I'm really excited, too, because I've been wanting to watch it. And it's just Same. one of those I've things. I've been wanting to see it for a while. Yeah, it's just one of those things that like I read about, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And then, now, what what do they do in Bone Tomahawk to resurrect Sheetar? Uh, <laughs> yes. I guess we'll have to watch and find out. I can't wait. 
<laughs> what I is hope Kurt I'm Russell not disappointed. Sheetar. <laughs> oh man, Kurt Russell versus Sheetar. Now here's the. Here's that's the next um, escape from fucking New York movie right there. <laughs> I was gonna say Big Trouble, Little China. Um, she did give off like some low paint, low yeah, paint vibe. I definitely do, especially the fucking lightning fingers. The lightning fingers. Mm-hmm. Whew, all right, Bone Tomahawk. Um, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm. I'm. It's one of those things that's been on my list, but I just haven't had time. Now is the perfect excuse. So. Well, I'm really excited for you guys to see it. It won't be as much of a fun ride as Blood Diner, but it's a great movie. I gotta tell you, this is a series where I'm watching four new movies. So, <gasps> yeah, uh, Blood Diner setting the bar high. Probably should have saved that for the end. Um, we just should have <laughs> saved that for our final podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, is this it? <laughs> There's still time because yes. this comes out on election day. So yeah, we'll have our own blood diner going then. <laughs> this might be the last episode ever. Oh man. Whew. All right. Sweet Lord. Blood Bone diner. Tomahawk next week. Yeah. Bone Tomahawk coming at you. Hornshoe. Um, I don't have anything. <laughs> no headlines. Um, the only thing is that, uh, and it's, I guess it's technically a recommends, but we can just bridge it. Um, one of my, uh, favorite, uh, Korean movies, uh, Memories of Murder, uh, by the same director who, uh, did Parasite and The Host. Um, it's been unavailable, uh, to get, um, anywhere and Criterion is putting out a Blu-ray next year. Um, but it was finally, uh, like they did a new transfer of it and released it digitally. So you can, you can purchase it in iTunes or Vudu or Amazon or wherever you purchase digital movies at. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. it just, they just dropped it this week. So, um, what's it called again? Memories of murder. Hmm. And it's okay. fucking, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's really fucking cool. Dennis showed it to me when I was living with him. And, uh, it's just really stuck with me. He showed me the host also. And so, um, yeah, but that's, that was the only thing that, uh, that was the only thing that stuck out to me. Uh, says here, Clive Barker officially joins HBO's Hellraiser series. Isn't Michael Dougherty doing that? I believe he is directing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or writing it one. Yeah, I think it's his show, and now they got fucking Barker on board. Interesting. Hellraiser is one of those things. I'm like, Hellraiser. David Gordon Green and Michael Doherty are attached to it. Oh, there you go. They'll be writing and such, apparently. Hellraiser is one of those things that, like, I watched and I, like, it was fine, but, like, it didn't really blow me away. But I think it's been a few years. I think it's time I give it another shot. I like, I like one and two. The sequels are not good. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to go deep on it. I was just going to watch one and two. (laughs) But I remember watching one and just being like, I mean, the fucking, the makeup effects are incredible, but. I don't know. It was a weird watch, but I've seen Blood Diner now, so I think I can handle it. So, 
Um, yeah. Uh, uh, there's the crossover we're all waiting for. <laughs> Hellraiser and Blood Diner. Hell Diner. <laughs> yeah, Blood Razor. <laughs> um, yeah. So Squeeze Hel- it. Inhale. Hellraiser is one of those things I'm going to I'm gonna go back and give another shot to. Because I just remember being like, yeah, whatever. Like, it wasn't bad. Didn't blow me away. But I think it's time to revisit. Check out the first two. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Don't go any further. Uh, Yeah, man, that's all I got. You guys want to recommend some shit? Kendall, you got something? You always have uh, way more than we do. Uh, I just have a a really short list. It's stuff that we've talked about um, to no end. But just the movies that I watched on Halloween, uh, which were Trick or Treat, Cabot in the Woods, and Invisible Man 33. All pure gold. Man, so much. Yeah, it's good. I watched Frankenstein uh, on Halloween morning. I woke up, put it on, and Grayson watched it with me for a little bit. That was fun. I still want to do that. uh, You got me that Invisible Man set, and I I still want to do like marathon those sequels. Some some year. (laughs) When you've got time. Yeah. Doug, did you watch anything this week? Man, I watched... uh, Blood Diner. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to watch Blood Diner again. It'd be great if if Blood Diner was his only recommend for like a year straight. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely recommending Blood Diner. Um, I've watched... I only got one thing. Um, new that I, I checked out. I, I watched The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. And holy shit, it's so goddamn good. Uh, season two, episode one. Man. I'm glad you said that. Um, that shit, that is, that's, I love how they actually captured the feel of Star Wars, something that's kind of been lost in the last, what, six or seven movies? Yeah, I'm telling you. John Favreau understands and executes fan service better than anybody I know. Like anytime I see a movie that's all just like fucking fan service, it is so on the nose and it's so like, here's that thing you like, but like John Favreau, I don't understand how he does it. The guy's a genius. His whole team, they're all geniuses. It's just like they're just showing you all the shit you love, but they're showing it's in like completely new ways that you're like wrapped up in. I'm wrapped up in this Mandalorian story about this fucking whatever this dragon is that they're fighting, which looks unbelievable. Sand dragon. Unbelievable. However, there's like, I don't know, like 50 Easter eggs in this episode also, and none of them. Oh, yeah. And none of them are just like. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's a, I don't know. I I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to put it into words. I'm just, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the way that Favreau does it. And I'm thinking about the way that JJ does it. And I'm just like, JJ's like, uh huh. A wink, wink. You know, that thing, a wink, you know, so in your face, it's subtle. you have to look for it. And when you do find it, it is, it's very rewarding. 
and it's there, but it's like it's it's perfectly weaved into whatever he's doing with this story. And yeah. dude, that first episode was fucking amazing. We watched it with yeah. this morning. Started it off with a bang. We watched it late Friday night when it first dropped. Yeah. We uh we watched it with Grayson because he fucking he loves that shit. And also, I did notice that they've added more cute baby noises to the to the child uh, to yeah, make it did. even more adorable. <laughs> so, um, I like that he's there, you know, and he's like the he he was the runaway hit of the show. Like yeah. everyone loved him, but he's not so in your face. No, he just like is you don't like, get sick of seeing him on screen, dude. I'm not. I'm convinced. He's not Jar Jar Binksing it up. You uh-huh. know. I'm convinced there's a whiteboard in a room somewhere and they're all like, all right, what's a cute thing that baby Yoda can crawl into this week? <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're like, all right, we'll do that for two seconds while Mandalorian's blowing some shit up and then move on. Um, but man, dude, this, um, uh, this is my favorite star Wars thing. Yeah. Besides Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It's fucking like, I, I love the show. It's so good. Yeah, this show is better to me than every Star Wars movie that's come out since Return of the Jedi. And I, I love I love the new trilogy. I, I'm a fan. I like Rogue One, but like the Mandalorian show is is it is Star Wars is back. Yeah, me. that's my shit right there. Yeah, I'm with you. Fucking love it. So good. So good. That's all I got. And um, uh, Blood Diner <laughs> from '87. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, know of, if heard of it. <laughs> um, dude, we watched a fucking ton of stuff. Nothing, nothing really new, um, except for the Mandalorian, which I also recommend. Uh, I read The Shining, uh, by Stephen King. Fucking really good. Very different than the movie. Um, Is that the first time you've read it? I've read it before, but I don't think I've finished it because when I when I read the end this time, I was just like, "Oh shit, I don't remember this at all." So I don't know that I read that book completely. End is very different. Um, at the end, does he resurrect Shitar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end, uh, Jack Torrance can't get it done, so then the ghosts of the Overlook are like, "All right, that's it. We're calling Shitar." <laughs> Squeeze it. um yes i read the shining it was really good um i started a new book but i just started it so i don't know if i can recommend it yet or not um what else uh man okay so i watched uh and this is a movie we've talked about at length um but i just watched it again the other night uh, and that's the 2018 uh, Halloween sequel. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is now the third time I've seen it. Um, I watched it in the movie theater and I was mad. And then I didn't watch it for an entire year. And then I watched it a second time at home. And I was like, all right, some of this is pretty cool. And then I didn't watch it for an entire year. And now I've seen it a third time. And I'm putting a lot of space in between my viewings. Um. But what I'm finding as time goes on is that, like, um, the stuff that doesn't work 
doesn't really stand out as much as the stuff that does work. So what I'm finding is that like time is really, um, you know, not forgiving because there's some things I fucking do not like about that movie. But like the stuff that rocks just keeps getting better every time I see it. And like the stuff that really, really bugs me, um, I don't think about it as much. Um, but I, I think it boils down to um, unnecessary comedy. And I think it really irritates me about that movie. Yeah, some of that shit is annoying. Like, so I made a list of like what I think is acceptable comedy. And it's like the introduction of Lori's parents, where the dad's like, I got peanut butter on my penis. But he's like putting mousetraps together. And it's like, oh, what a fun family unit. Um, but then like the scene where, uh, anything with the babysitter and the kid, like all that's fucking great. That kid is awesome. That's the best part of the movie. Um, but anything, the fucking, that one kid that's just like, uh, I was all chubbed up cause they were feeding me guacamole in sexy yeah, ways. Yeah, he's annoying. And then the two cops that are talking about sandwiches, I'm like, both of those things happen right before, um unnecessary characters get killed and it just felt like and both those kills are like super brutal so it just felt like they were like man we gotta soften these brutal moments up and I'm like no you fucking don't I think the two you know uh, dumb cops I think that was just a nod to Halloween 5 with those bumbling idiot cops yeah maybe but like it just it just comes out of nowhere and then they die immediately in the next scene and I'm like I don't know I just and we all know when the doctor puts the fucking Michael mask on, I was ready to throw my TV out a window. But um, other than that, those things just rub me the wrong way every time. But man, it's fucking brutal. Um, there's some cornball shit in there, but it's pretty fucking good. I've seen it three times now. Um, and, you know, in a world where Halloween's four, five, six, eight. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 exists. Um, it's pretty, pretty, pretty decent Halloween movie. You don't like 4, 5, and 6? No, I, I don't know if I've ever <laughs> mentioned this, but um, 4 is I don't just, think we've ever seen them. <laughs> 4 is just dumb, and 6 is like uh, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and 5 makes me want to like hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate it. Um, but yeah, I was so, wanting to rewatch Halloween 2018 too, but I'm, I never got around to it. I'm finding, you know, but I'm I'm trying to like really put some space in between those viewings because you know I just but I, things are catching me and I'm like, man, that was fucking really sweet. And like, um, and what stands out each and every time is the score. The score is my fucking favorite part about oh, it. Oh, it's good. I had that oh, blasting on yeah. my front porch so on Halloween good. night. So good. I recommend the Halloween oh. 2018 score. One of my friends got the score on vinyl, and it's got that candy corn looking. Uh, it's really fucking cool looking. Is it the actual candy corn colors? Yes. Uh, I've seen one like that, and I saw one that was black and orange that looked really cool. Did Waxworks put those out? They had to because they, they do all that cool shit for sure. Awesome. Um, yeah, man, 
it's a it's a good flick, and I'm I'm warming up to it as time goes on. Um, let me see. So, and, would you how what would your what would your Halloween order go? I know technically, like you can pick your sequels. Yeah, you can go Halloween, Halloween two, or Halloween, Halloween twenty eighteen. Would you lump those three into one long story and like? Like how if you had to piece together some sequels, how would you how would you do that? Um, so you if you're know, recommending this to someone, watch them in this order to get the full experience. I would, I would still, I would still always go Halloween, the original Halloween two, um, and then. You know, but I'm like, man, if you never, mm, I don't know. If someone's never seen Halloween, then I might be like, check out, uh, because this is, because they're making more of them. This is the current continuity, so nothing else really matters. So if you've never seen Halloween, I would watch the original, and then I would watch the one that came out in 2018, um, to get ready for the next two that are coming. Once you've seen all that, then you can kind of go back and, and, and dip into the others if you so choose. But I always thought that um, I always thought that Halloween and Halloween Two um, that was pretty much it for me. And then H Two O has like some fun stuff in it, but ultimately it's dumb. Um, but then also H Two O leads to Resurrection, which is on par with Five <laughs> for tragic, uh, most tragic of the franchise. So I just like that now that. You have a Halloween choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking it goes, wild, dude. We, we've always had that, but now we have two choose two uh, journeys that are that make sense and are good that complement one another. Yeah, you can go original Halloween two after original Halloween or twenty eighteen. Yeah, or you can just have a wild ass night and watch seventy eight, and then Halloween three, and then Blood Hunter. <laughs> yes. I think that's the best version. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we didn't watch it. We watched a ton of old stuff, though. You know, classic stuff for Halloween. Um, we showed the kids Beetlejuice Halloween night after we were done. Nice. And they were not interested. <laughs> Grayson was like half in, half out as well. He was just like... You know, he would kind of pay attention or I'd like point out like, hey, look, doesn't that look crazy? But yeah, I don't know. I thought that would be like really eye catching for for a kid, but I guess not. Me too. But they were too uh, interested in seeing the probably fucking 90 pounds of candy we got. Like everyone (laughs) went all out this year, dude. The people that had. Uh, like they would set up tables at the end of the driveway and they would be sitting on the porch and be like, take as much as you want. And it was like full size candy bars. Um, one house was handing out toys. I was handing out movies. It's just, I don't know. Everyone was just throwing down this year and we got a fuck ton of candy. And yeah. they were just like throwing it in the floor and making candy angels and shit. Yeah, at least bought like the same amount of candy like we would hand out, but then like we didn't hand it out. We gave it like we gave it all to Grayson. And so I'm like looking at the insane amount of candy. I'm like, 
what are we gonna do with all this? Like, I'm not gonna eat do, it. You know my giant pumpkin bucket? Yeah. The the, the gigantic one. It's yeah. filled. It's it's overflowing with candy. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. I ate a couple pieces. I ate a Reese's pumpkin. Um, Grayson, I told you, Grayson was like, I just had a really good day. And so I was like tucking him in and stuff. And I was like, what was your favorite part of Halloween? He goes, the Reese's. (laughs) 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 Um, I had a Reese's pumpkin. I had, um, oh man, at least got some, some bag that had like wild berry Skittles in it, which is like my favorite. And then I ate a Starburst couple of favorites so it was pretty sweet nice yeah um yeah man i think that's all i got um you already mentioned the mandalorian um were you recommending memories of murder oh yeah yeah for sure it's really good Oh, uh, yeah, man. That's all I got. I'm pretty tired. Cool. Well, what's your favorite cannibal movie? Let us know at carpenterantspod at gmail.com. Is it Blood Donner? Because it will be after it you It will watch be. <laughs> and uh, stay tuned. Come back next week. We're going to be talking Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, squeeze it. I think that's yeah. the tagline of that. <laughs> squeeze I my think bone. Kurt Tom Russell Hulk. says squeeze it in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he says to one of the cannibals, you see that bone tomahawk? And they're like, yeah. You squeeze you it. Squeeze it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he goes, Doug's just no. gonna start <laughs> Blood Donner like he didn't even watch Bone Tomahawk. He's just gonna go through Blood Donner again. Well, spoilers. I mean, I was going to do that joke, but never mind. <laughs> Next year for Halloween, oh. you should be handing out copies of Blood Dye. <laughs> it's just like $40 a copy. It's worth it. But I'm not buying multiple. Well, you got to well, find They it. can pay me a rental fee. There you go. All right, man. Well, hey. Excuse me. Happy holidays. Uh, we are in the holiday season. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be here next week, maybe, <laughs> and uh, we'll be, see. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shit week, no matter what. So, um, everybody, stay safe. Watch Bone Tomahawk so you can talk about it with us. And um, you know, may Sheetar be with you and with you. Keep on squeezing. thank you for listening to the carpenter rants subscribe on itunes google play google podcasts stitcher or podbean and spotify